Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio with your hosts, Rachel Archelaus and Megan Grandelmeyer. Merging spirituality and business on the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our first show. This is Rachel Archelaus. We're coming to you live from Connecticut. And I'm here with my amazing co-host, Megan Crandall-Meyer. Do you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. It's Megan. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about, you know, who we are, what we have to offer you in way of spiritual business stuff and your spiritual journey. Um, First, we're going to let you know that we are part of a network. And it's the Enlightenment Evolution Network. We're going to read you some announcements, and then we'll let you know what we have to offer you. We're going to interview each other, and you can call in. The call-in number is 347-308-8788. So get in the queue. You can ask us questions about your spiritual business, living your purpose, your spiritual journey, and we'll do intuitive readings and coaching for you. So here are the announcements. Uh, Welcome to the Enlightenment Evolution Network. This is a network for all things metaphysical. We have the greatest team ever assembled. Look for updates on the Facebook page, the Enlightenment Evolution Network. We have shows almost every day of the week, and here is what's coming up. Okay, so on uh, Wednesdays, Wednesdays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, Rob Gauthier, creator of the Enlightenment Evolution Network, will host the show that started it all, the Enlightenment Evolution Hour. Every first Wednesday of the month, Rob is channeling Treb, who will take all callers' questions. The third Wednesday will be special guests such as channelers and other metaphysical teachers. The other two weeks are our freestyle call-ins to share information and love with whoever wishes to co-create the evening with Rob. Although it is called the Enlightenment Evolution Hour, Rob always spends more than an hour with you. And Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern is Philip Mollick's Consciousness Evolution Hour. Philip discusses a wide range of metaphysical topics from the perspective of the fifth dimension. Topics include the shift, fifth dimensional living, relationships, channelers, non-physical and off-world energies, the new world paradigm, and will attempt to help guide listeners into their own abilities to find value, fulfillment, peace, love, ease, and relief through heart-based living. He has special guest co-hosts, speakers, and channelers who assist you in exploring these topics and assures you that it's the most forward-thinking and unique experience and exploration of the new fifth-dimensional world. Philip Malika is a teacher and speaker who presides over and facilitates the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group on Facebook, which is awesome as well as being an admin for the Bashar Inspiration Group. And definitely check out his YouTube page, which you can get to um, by searching Philip Malika on YouTube. Awesome, Rachel. (laughs) Well, Fridays, uh, and this will be starting in July, on July 11th, we will have Kalina Angel, and she'll be hosting her own upcoming show called The Earth Experience. The Earth Experience explores our soul's expansion, through our human experiences on Earth. The first topic explored will be what we can do when the shift hits the fan. Navigating and expanding through the exciting confusions that we are manifesting as new 5D beings. So, welcome Kalina. Yeah, welcome. Saturday on the 24th of this month is the Odyssey of the Ascension. Join the one and only Roxanne Swainhart for two hours of Knock Your Socks Off Ascension downloads. Be open, be ready, and just be with her while she answers your questions about Ascension, extraterrestrials, soul purpose, energy activations, and all things Ascension. Roxy is a channeler and Ascension guide extraordinaire in these extraordinary times. Living in San Antonio, Roxy received an awakening experience and promptly exploded onto the metaphysical scene. 
posting videos, blogging, doing live group channeling, and changing the lives of all she encounters. Featuring guest speakers, human, and the channeled entities of Asiphius, the Hathor Guides, Suzani Guides, and the Collective Oversoul Fire, just to name a few. Join her for an unforgettable couple of hours on your personal path to enlightenment. And lastly, but not least, on Mondays um, at a new time, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, we have Heart to Heart Talk Radio with Daniel Scranton, who is a friend of Rachel's and a new friend of mine. Uh, join Daniel and his featured guests as they discuss such topics as the shift, ETs, global events, channeling, energy work, toning, and sound healing, manifestation, and all things metaphysical. Each show will open the phone lines to callers, generating high-frequency discussions on anything and everything related to living on planet Earth and beyond. Daniel is a channel, Reiki master, and sound healer. He lives in Ojai, California with his beautiful wife, Lana. Daniel has been working with a group of beings known as the Creators since the fall of 2010. He also channels Ophelia, a fairy, and the Hathors. Daniel also teaches channeling holds regular teleclasses, and provides daily channeled messages for free to his email subscribers, Facebook friends, and on YouTube. Daniel pursues his interest in hiking, raw food, and science fiction with as much passion as he channels. So yay, we got through our first set of announcements. Yay! And I know we really just both want to thank Rob, the Enlightenment Evolution Network, and Daniel for hooking us up with this sweet gig and allowing us to be in the company of such amazing people. Um, The love in this network is overflowing. So no matter what show you listen to, I know that you'll get a lot out of it. So thank you, Rob, Daniel, and the whole network for being such warm hosts to us. So Megan, do you want to tell us a little bit more about what our show is about so people can get to know us better? Sure. So, um, you know, what we wanted to do on this network was kind of bring in um, the reality that we all face, which is we all still need to make a living while we're living here on Earth. And so, um, and so many of us are really pursuing um, jobs that are fulfilling our soul and our soul purpose. And so we wanted to talk about that with people today. I know a lot of people, including myself, are in the process of a shift and are, are trying to figure out, well, gee, I'm in a job I don't like right now. How can I bring more of my purpose in and, and feel more fulfilled and, and make a living? How can I use my gifts? So we're going to talk about things like that on our, on our network. Yeah, and I also like to add that I like to see business as just, it's a way for us to really integrate our higher self and for our, so we can communicate with our higher self really it's just a great way to see on the outside, you know, what's going on inside of us. And I view business as just a great spiritual tool, a great way for us to process things and experience ourselves while we're still in physical reality. So we have a lot for you of very varied um, topics about business, spirituality, the fifth dimension, higher selves. And if you don't want to miss anything, go to our website, soulfulprinter.com and that's soulful with two L's and you can opt into our email list so that you get updates about what guests are coming up, what topics we have. So you can go opt in there, get on our email newsletter and you won't miss anything. So we do have a question that came in already from a listener and if you want to go on live with us today, you can call in at 347 308 8788 and we'll get to you a little bit after we interview each other. So do you want to kick it off, Megan? Sure, Rachel. <laughs> okay, so um, I know we, you know, we want to talk um, mostly about business and spirituality and, and blending the two, but I thought it would be nice if you just gave us a, a couple minute synopsis of what it was like for you growing up because uh, you were openly psychic from a young age and so tell us just you know, a little bit about that experience and, and you know, living in, in a time when, you know, some people still associate a stigma with the word psychic and, and here you had to deal with it from a young age. Sure. So, yes, I grew up psychically open. 
I remember seeing angels when I was a little kid um, floating down from the ceiling. I spent a lot of time with my spirit guide, who I didn't even know was my spirit guide at the time. I thought he was just my invisible brother, Matt. And, and so I was no stranger to, you know, the otherworldly part of life, the part that most people don't ever see. And I was always really connected. I was never alone. But as I got older and I started talking more about it and more things started happening to me, I did get a little ostracized. In high school, people called me a witch. Um, and I kind of got to understand how maybe other people are feeling left out or like they're different or they don't belong. And for a while, I was a little bit depressed about that in high school. Um, and a bigger part of that is because I was living in a house that really opened me up. I had always had my open psychic senses, but in that house, um, which had a lot of uh, activity in it, you could call it negative activity um, if you want to, but it it almost like blew me open completely where for the first time I had trouble dealing with it. I couldn't really go out because my empathy was so big. I was seeing spirits everywhere. They absolutely cover the earth. Um, I was hearing things from people, you know, I was receiving their thought transmissions, I was feeling their emotions. Um, It got really overwhelming for a while, and people could definitely tell, and I felt really strange about it. Uh, But it did a couple things. It let me know that I definitely am different, and I didn't want to spend my life in the same way that I saw other people spending it. I got to feel how unhappy most people are. I got to see how miserable most people are and how they just accepted that fate you know go to work get a job have a family do everything traditionally uh i got to see that that really would not work for me so i always knew i would work for myself and as i got older i got you know a handle on my psychic sense is who i am i got to grounding myself integrating more and more and i realized that Absolutely anybody can work for themselves if they want to. You can turn your purpose and your passions into what does sustain you in a physical way. And that whole journey is really what prepared me to learn that and to be able to do that. So, yeah. Does that help? That does. That does. Um, So talk about this because I know this is a struggle for a lot of people. Um, We all consider any kind of a gift we have as a, as a gift from the creator, whatever you want to call it. Um, do you ever, did you, or do you even now struggle with that, that idea that this is a gift and, and should you make money? Talk a little bit about that, like using your gifts as a business. Yeah, so for a really long time, I, I did not want to have anything to do with money. I didn't want to charge for what I did. Um, and I got reflections back that, supported that, obviously. So people would say, I can't believe you're charging for that, because that was a belief that I held deeply. I never really considered it a gift from God. I just figured that it was on a different level. I didn't, I thought it kind of cheapened the work if I was to charge for it. And because it was just part of me, it was just like, you know, you wouldn't charge somebody to shake their hand. It just felt really odd to charge money for it. But eventually when I realized that, you know, that's just a judgment. We're just making money seem really important. You know, we're giving it a lot more power than it inherently has. And when I put myself on an equal footing, if everything is equal, then it doesn't matter if you're charging or not charging. You're giving value and you can receive appreciation for that in whatever form you want and and everything is okay. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I know. I know that a, an awesome reading for some people can be life-changing for them, getting them to accept a problem or, a, you know, just find a solution for something. So that's great. So, what were some of your early ventures when you when you started when you decided, yeah, I'm going to work for myself? Um, well, my earliest were, you know, selling bracelets and lemonade and stuff when I was a really little kid. I was very enterprising. But then when I was 17, uh, I enjoyed crafting. And so I started a candle company where I made eco-friendly candles and I sold them online. And I painted flower pots and I did that kind of stuff. 
And eventually, um, I became more of myself and more of who I am. And I started doing readings uh, at a local center of just general readings. I did medium readings, intuitive drawing readings. And then I went on to teaching psychic development. And then I started doing coaching. And it's kind of evolved over the years as to what I've offered. Mm -hmm. So talk about your business now, because I know that uh, coaching is a big part of what you do. And, uh, and you're blending the ability to, to tap into some, somebody else's soul gifts and, and point them in the right direction and, and helping people you know, find their soul purpose in their work. So talk about your coaching business now and, and where you're at. I know you have a boot camp. I do. Yeah, my business now, for all of you spiritual people out there listening, I really am just helping people integrate their higher self and do it in a in a way that they're comfortable at the moment. You know, if I said that up front to most people, they would just be like, what are you talking about? But it's really just getting your soul energy, your soul gifts, who you really are, down to the surface, and then you can interact with other people and do that, offer them who you are, what you have, what makes you light up, and then receive money for it. So I help people in my boot camp tap into their soul purpose, their soul gifts, you know, what lights them up, and then make that into an offer that they can offer other people, you know, a service or a product that benefits them and the other person, and then receive money for it so that you basically are getting paid to live your purpose. It is absolutely magical and fantastic, and I love every second of it, and... It's totally what lights me up. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So um, do you plan much for the future? Do you? <laughs> because, you know, I'm the more analytical of the two of us. We're kind of a, a unique pair here. And um, so do you think about what, what do you want to do in a year or five years or ten years? Or do you just kind of go with the flow? I used to be a really big planner. I would try to figure out the next five years, the next 10 years, and this was when I was in high school, and I was really unhappy. So I've learned over the years that if I just open up and receive a vision, if I ask myself, okay, what would it look like in a year or two years, and something comes in then I'll, and it's inspiring to me or it gives me a, you know, a good feeling, then I'll use the feeling, but I never am attached to what it looks like. I just try to make every single moment the best moment it can be and ask myself how could the moment be even better, and that will propel me into a more glorious future than I could ever possibly imagine. So that's kind of how I look at planning now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm starting to look at planning that way, too, (laughs) that's for sure. It's way easier. (laughs) Yes, yes. The over-planning Megan has left the building, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that lets people know a little bit more about you and, and why you're doing this. And Now we get to you. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. So just so you know, Megan and I are really good friends. So if you hear a little silliness, then you can join in and chuckle with us. Um, so Megan, I met you and you were in a really interesting point in your life. You know, things were starting to happen for you. You were a little unsure. So can you tell us about your journey and what, even makes this kind of show interesting to you? Mm, okay. Um, I would say that until about five years ago, overall, I was living a pretty normal life, probably a bit predictable, um, but I was very happy. I'm happily married, and I, I have a beautiful daughter and, and uh, a nice home to live in. <clears throat> but I started to feel kind of stuck, or just like I was supposed to be doing something different, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. So I started to read a little bit and explore, and one book led to another, and I found one author that talked about um, exploring you know, all your different ideas, get lots of different binders out, and, and have a binder for each interest, because I, I do have a lot of things that interest me, and I kind of bounce around. Um, but I think what happened was... I also knew there something bigger was missing 
in, in my life, and, and I'll be honest to say that I've lived my whole life with um, kind of an odd fear of death, and that started to get rather exhausting for me, so I ended up finding books more towards spirituality, including the Seth material, and I think a little bell went off in my head, and I was like, ding, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, all is not what it appears to be. Um, so when I sought you out, I had been through about a year of what I call a, a spiritual awakening, and so analytical Megan got her socks knocked <laughs> off with Seth and um, books on reincarnation and near-death experiences, and I just I couldn't get enough of that information. And I also started to have more psychic-type things happen to me. Uh, I think I had those my whole life, but I you know, dismiss them, oh, it's a coincidence, or I'm not sure why I knew what I knew. Um, but that started to happen more frequently. And then a couple of incidences last year, right around this time, happened where I knew information that I just shouldn't have known. And I knew I wasn't in trouble. I just knew I needed some help to sort through all these feelings. So, uh, yeah, so we worked together for, for quite a while. And... Um, and that's really gotten me, I think the biggest thing I've learned over the past year is to truly listen to myself and not to be going through the motions and just doing things because everybody else is. And, uh, and I think that's truly incorporating my higher self and learning to listen to her <laughs> for the first time. That's great. Can you give us some examples of, of your psychic moments? Uh well, I, I had a couple of, of strong uh, incidences happen. Uh, one where um, a friend was uh, going apparently into labor. I woke up unexpectedly at 1 o'clock in the morning and, and absolutely knew my, my friend was in labor. Uh, and uh, she wasn't due for at least another week. And it just woke me out of my sleep. And I thought that was odd. And, of course, I did the traditional thing, whatever, and went back to sleep, and the next day checked in with her, didn't hear back, and it turned out right there at, at that time, about 1.30 in the morning, sure enough, she had gone into labor, and a couple of days after that, um, I also knew something was wrong with her and the baby, there, there was something, and it felt like black spaghetti falling into my head, is all I could describe it, and, um, and sure enough, there was a small health issue with the baby, and everything turned out fine, but... That that was um, that was kind of a big moment, and um, you know I've I've had lots of other um, coincidences happen. I, I'm starting I see patterns everywhere. Um, like the cars, you want to tell your the cars? cars yeah, I had a strange thing. I um, I love cars just in general. I always have, and uh, I had a day. I see Audis a lot, and I finally decided maybe it's because the logo on the Audi is sort of like an infinity sign. I don't know. But I had a, a day where I, I was meeting somebody uh, for coffee and to talk about business, and I, I walked out onto my driveway to grab the mail, and a red Audi went by. And I don't see too many red Audis, and I noticed it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and I got in the car and uh, started down my street, and I passed another red Audi, and then another red <laughs> Audi, and I thought, wow, three red Audis in 10 minutes, that's really strange. So I, I met my friend uh, for coffee, and we had a great conversation, and, and we walked out of the coffee shop together, and what kind of car does she drive? <laughs> a red Audi. So I've come to just accept these things, and maybe it's my spirit guides playing with me, or I don't know, but... <laughs> But that was an odd day. <laughs> That's cool. So you're on this journey. You're opening up. Things are radically changing within you, your belief systems and all that. How has that changed your daily life? Uh, I'm a lot less worried than I used to be. I, I'd say um, I'm um, a, a lot better at listening to myself at letting each day unfold as it's going to unfold. Um, what is it I want to do this morning? I have the um, privilege here of working from home for the last 10, 12 years, 
doing website design and and it's I would say you know a three quarter time job it's it's not half time it's not full time I also have a teenage daughter um, and so she's my priority and, and that's what working from home has let me do but so since I have a little bit more freedom than most people I'm not in an office environment I I now just listen to myself more and if I want to paint for a couple hours in the morning I do that and when I uh, go to the gym that's my time I I think that's partially why I opened up as well as um, the couple hours of classes I take are very meditative and I don't think about anything else and um, yeah and I just try not to worry too much about the future things are unfolding nicely and and the more I relax and go with the flow um, the better things have gotten mm. that's fascinating do you want to talk at all about your recent graduation <laughs> Well, I uh, was lucky enough here to live close enough to Rachel to take her psychic development class, um, both a beginner class and then a mastery class. And we had our last class last week. And uh, so the last couple weeks of that class, Rachel, uh, the second to last class, uh, asked some people that she knew permission for uh, her students to do readings on them, and they were distance readings. So she brought in pieces of paper with people's names on them. We didn't know who they were, and, and there were a couple other people in the class with me. And so we had to just tune into each person's energy and give a reading as best as we could, jot things down, and then speak about it. And uh, Rachel did get some feedback for all of us, and I got my feedback back, and it was fascinating. <laughs> it was truly fascinating just how much accurate information I got and each reading was very different each one feels different when I do them um, but it was it was nice because I'm I'm a budding psychic medium it is nice to have confirmation it is nice for somebody to get back to you and, and it was just by email everything was anonymous and, and they said yeah you know that was really accurate and um, and then this past week we did live readings so we had uh, a group of people come volunteers come and sit with the, the three mediums and um, we did readings and again good results <laughs> good feedback I had somebody's father come through and I got the name and a little bit about him and um, a woman's husband came through and, and had some specifics I said you know I'm feeling like there's a leather book and she's like oh my god I just put his portfolio in the back of my car today and it's leather and so um, yeah, so I'm just kind of rolling with it at this point. I understand that um, I seem to have a, a gift that's coming out, and I'm excited about it. I don't think I'm going to you know, do anything with that full-time right now, but um, it, is, it is nice to work on, and it just tells me that there's just more going on here than, than meets the eye. Yeah, so sorry I had to do that to you, but I totally had to out you on this show. <laughs> Megan is an amazing psychic and medium, and so she will be joining me and doing the readings on the show. It won't just be me. Um, so, Megan, if others are out there and they are beginning their awakening, they're beginning their journey, they're waking up, and maybe they're feeling you know, like they're not as fulfilled as they could be and that other things are interesting them um, that they're not used to, what advice can you give them? Well, I found um, a lot of comfort in just exploring different authors and, and different material and, and being willing to just put a book down when it just didn't resonate with me. There's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of things to explore, just like there's lots of different personalities, there's just lots of different aspects to spirituality. And uh, so to keep reading, if, um, if that's something you enjoy, I, I found a lot of great information. And, and then to just let that all sit and integrate. Try and listen to yourself. Try not to listen to all the shoulds, but instead listen to what feels right to you. And when I started doing that, new people just started appearing in my life. And I have, um, you know, lots of old friends still, but a lot of new friends and new opportunities that have come my way. So I would say follow your heart if you're feeling unfulfilled feel like something's missing then something's missing mm. and you owe it to yourself I mean 
to be miserable and, and confused for the rest of your life because, well, maybe you're going down an avenue that's a little different. And I, and I think that's okay. Follow your heart. Awesome. And just one more question. You've been in business for yourself for a really long time. And, and then you went through this big shift. How has, you know, what have you learned about business and doing it this way as opposed to how you were doing it before? Yeah, I've been building websites for individuals and small businesses for over 10 years. And when I look back, even though I wasn't perhaps as spiritually open as I am now, my most favorite clients were the ones that I just had a a heart-to-heart connection with, and they stayed with me for eight, ten years. I've done their sites several times as styles and businesses evolved. Um, So I realized that I've always been kind of a heart-centered business person my whole life. Now that my perspective is quite different, um, I'm shifting my business more towards people who are in a spiritual kind of based business because why not mix business with pleasure? <laughs> and since I read nonstop about channelers and psychics and mediums and um, and looking into uh, taking Reiki and um, why not work with these people? So that's really what I'm working on at this point is, is making that shift. I've used um, a software program called Joomla to build my sites, but a lot of the the coaching and spiritual um, business people really like WordPress, so I took the plunge, a little bit kicking and screaming, as Rachel <laughs> knows, and um, have learned WordPress. It's really not any different than the Joomla. It's just a, a different looking platform, and, and so I'm just moving forward with that, with the business, and just changing a little bit um, my target audience um, because I can really relate to them. And I really understand their message, and I can learn from them as I'm building their sites, which is awesome. Yeah, why not make business fun, too, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Megan. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> this was fun. Wonderful information there. So as you can see, we have a very different background, but we come together. And just, you know, knowing that anything is possible that you can make a difference, you can make a living, and you can be totally happy um, just being who you are. So we have some callers. And I, I'm not very good, I have to say. I forgot to find out how callers can raise their hands. So we're going to go to a question that came in already, and then we're going to answer, we're going to call on some of you who've called in. And if we pick up and you don't want to say anything, then that's fine. We'll just put you back down. But if, if some of you know how to raise your hands on the line already, you can do so, and then you can let us know so we can tell everybody else. All right. So, Megan, do you want to do you want to discuss the question that already came in? Yeah, we had a question this morning um, from someone who uh, was interested in listening live today, but um, had to be at a meeting, and so she sent in a question. It's Kind of a big question. It is, yeah. It's very broad, and which is good. It'll start us off really well. Yeah. Uh, so let me just take a quick look here. Um, so what she said was that she feels like her question is is what so many other professionals that are perhaps you know been in business for a while or maybe in their 40s or 50s or and and she asked how do we bravely shift from demanding a demanding work life that is not leaving enough time and energy to develop ourselves on a deeper level. Financial responsibilities are still present, and learning and growing and educating also requires some financial ability. Someone can learn from experienced people. Making a decision to scale back so that income level requirements are lower, which in theory would reduce stress and free up time. Doing something like that, scaling back, will impact um, an entire family. Um, plus, this person really loves to travel, so she has some concerns about you know, doing this scaling back in order to live a perhaps a little more soulful life. So she asks, "What's the intention that should be held in moving in the right direction?" What do you think, Rachel? That's a big question. How it is a really big question, but I see some patterns in there. 
So the first one is assuming that it's going to cost a lot of money to deepen your knowledge of yourself. And I really don't think that that has to be the case. You can spend a lot of money doing that, but ultimately the money you spend isn't going to deepen your connection. You're still going to have to do the same work, whether you get that info for free or whether you pay $20,000 for it. So my first recommendation would be to find out what you really love to do you know, get a hobby going that you used to do and maybe don't feel you have time for anymore and do something that is really exciting to you. You know, read the books that you're drawn to, go out kayaking if that's what you really want to do and just spend time with yourself in that state because when you're with yourself in your own excitement, no matter what it is, you're going to deepen your own connection. You're going to get used to that feeling and then eventually nothing less is going to be worth it. You know, where you were spending a lot of money on a trip, if that's not your biggest excitement anymore, you're not going to feel compelled to do that. If you were going to another group and spending a lot of time there, and that turns out to be not your highest excitement, you're going to stop doing that naturally. So money and time will open up for you. It won't even be a decision that you have to make. It'll just be like you'll be steered into the direction of what's most exciting if you just start with that one thing. So that would be my recommendation is to just find that, find one thing right now that's going to make you really happy. It doesn't have to cost anything. Um, It doesn't have to be a lot of time even. But do that as often as you can and then watch your life really shift. Your preferences will change. You'll be more informed about what you like to do, what you like to spend your money on. And besides, you'll be happier, so your family will be happy too. So I hope that helps. Terrific. What do you think, Megan? Yeah. You know what I like um, is to find something to do at least a few days a week where I totally lose track of time. And right now I've taken up acrylic painting and while I can't draw a stick figure, I can do a little bit with a paintbrush. It's surprising how different that is. Um, but I love when I pull out all my stuff and I start to work on a, a painting. I usually ha- have a YouTube video up because I need help. And so I'm following a tutorial. And I love when I look up and an hour and a half or two hours have gone by and it felt like five minutes. So that to me is what life is kind of about is losing yourself in something to where you're you're just so thoroughly enjoying it time doesn't really matter and we we just I don't think we spend enough of our days doing fun things like that I think too much of our time is a chore or you know we hate our jobs so you're there for eight ten hours a day and every minute is going by in agony versus chunks of time going by because you're absorbed so to look at that look at those aspects of your day and maybe slowly start reducing the ones that are going by too slowly. I love it. Yeah, it's a great way to make a transition. Yeah. You know, uh, I hope that helps. If it doesn't, you call in another day when you're around or send us a follow-up question. Yeah. So do we dare pick up one of these phone lines? <laughs> We're going to click a button on the screen. We're going to do it. We have someone um, in the 2100 area code, so 210. So we're going to unmute you. If you called in just to listen, um, that's so You could just stay silent and we'll just put you back on hold. <laughs> All right, I'm going to click it. Hi. Hi, can you hear me now? We can. How are you? Wonderful. This is Roxanne. I'm on the Saturday show. How are you girls doing? Oh, great. Hi, Roxanne. Thanks for calling in. You are our first caller ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm honored. I'm all fuzzy. Thank you. No, actually, I was just actually listening uh, for the callers out there. If they call the number and hit number one on their phone, that'll put a little tag next to the actual number, and it has this little round thing, and that's the person who was trying to call in. Thank you. You're so helpful. See, I told everybody that this whole network is full of love, and it is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for your encouragement. 
All right, so just put me back on on mute, and I'll keep listening, and you guys are rocking, and I love you guys. All right, great. We love you, too. Thank you. Mm, Bye-bye. All right, so those other people have little question marks next to their names, so I think that they want to ask a question. Okay, so let's... uh, So we have area code 704. And... Okay, you're live. Hi. Hi. Who is this? This is Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. Um, I'm a... First time I've ever heard your show. I didn't know if this was your first show or your second show. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, great. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, what I would like to know is I heard a voice in my head about three months ago. I was just sort of in a semi-sleep, awake state, and and I heard it. It was almost like it was inside my head and outside of my head, and it startled me awake because it's, you know, like if someone calls your name and you're kind of asleep and, you know, it jars you awake and they said, hello, Kim. And, um, I have no idea who it was. That's awesome. Um, I have had that happen to me as well. A couple of years ago, I remember I was just drifting off to sleep and definitely heard Megan and it was in my right ear, right next to me, woke me right up and, yeah, you're left laying in bed a little bit uh, surprised. So, Rachel, what do you think of, of that? So what I'm getting for you, Kim, and thank you for that awesome question, is that it's it's your higher self alerting you to that you are more and that you're ready for more. But it's also there's another aspect of you that is of a different race and is a different time and dimension that's really wanting to be more integrated into your life. So you may start okay. channeling, you may start seeing things from a really different perspective, and okay. you may almost, yeah, right? That's, That's exciting. exciting. <laughs> you may start to feel like you're almost two people, like you'll feel like your regular self a lot of the time, and then you'll have these like big insights and a different perspective, um, and that's just the other, you know, that other part of you merging with you more and if you want to call that part in, you can. If you want to spend time with that part of you, you can. Just ask and be in an open and receptive place. And okay. and the voice probably won't come back um, often if it does at all. It was really just like that alert of, hey, you're ready for this. You can do this. And here, you know, here's what wants to come forward for you. Wow. Um, now, this other part of me, is this just... Um is this like a, a an ET part or just a, a someone like a um, a future self or past self or what? Well, you could say yes to all of that. It's it's a it's the part of you. Um, it's not living on Earth. It is ET, but it, I would say it would it feels like the future. But you know, we're all it's all simultaneous. Uh huh. Um, and so. To me, it feels like a very strong, clear presence. Um, it feels masculine to me, and it's definitely helping you with clarity and presence and integrating your higher self into you so that you feel stronger and clearer in who you are. So if you okay, feel well, any it, of those... It was a male voice. Okay. It was a male voice that I heard, and um, do you get a, um, a specific um, ET race or, or you know, like, um, um, you know, uh, area that they're from or whatever? Not specifically, no. I feel like it's almost a mix at this point. It's just this part of you is like a jumble of different aspects of who you are. It's not anything okay. specifically. So it may un it's like a braid. You know what I mean? It's a blending right. of, of different mm-hmm. aspects of you. And it mm-hmm. as you get to know it, as you get to know more about yourself, it will untangle for you and you'll be able to discern the different energies within that. But it's kind of like a collective for you. Okay. I was trying to figure out a way to sort of hone in on it. <laughs> yeah, so when you're in that 
state of like almost asleep when you're really relaxed and you're laying down in bed, I find that's a really good time to call in those aspects. So you can just ask, you know, would that presence, that aspect of me, please come visit, please integrate. And you can even just imagine yourself breathing it in, like breathing that part of you down into your body, Mm -hmm. integrating it into your chakras and start to really feel the vibration of that being. Um, Mm -hmm. And that can really help. I think also just, yeah, don't don't have too much expectation. Um, That can kind of shut things down pretty quick if you... You're going to bed. You're like, I want to connect. I want to connect. Yeah, I had been doing that, and I've been trying to stop myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely a little more relaxed. Just know that when something is supposed to kind of flow in, it will. Um, do you meditate at all? Is that something that interests you? I, or I try to, but I don't. I don't know how well I'm doing. I just kind of try to. Um, you know, relax and ground myself and, um, you know, um, feel the energy in my body. And that's about as far as I can get. Yeah, I mean, just start really slowly because it is a hard thing. Even I struggle with that and um, I've come to really enjoy it. Um, But even if you just start with five minutes, just five minutes of trying not to follow your thoughts. If they come in, they come in. Let them go back to um, what's really helpful is just following your breathing. It gives your mind a little something to do. So you're paying attention as as you breathe in, and then you're paying attention as you breathe out. And just that focus alone will help relax you. And just a few minutes a day, and you'd be surprised. You'll you'll start having having more coincidences (laughs) as you just start to relax a little. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Kim. Well, great. Well, thank you. Yeah, call in another time and let us know how it goes. Okay, great. If you'll put me back on mute, if I can listen to the rest of the show, that'd be wonderful. Yep. Thank you. All righty. We do have another question. Yes. We we have another. And this one's from Connecticut. Yeah, it looks like uh, area code 860. So I'm going to click. It looks like maybe I have to double click. I'm learning. Hello. Hello. 860? 860483? Yes. Yes. You are live. Did you have a question for us? I do. I do. Hi, Megan. This is Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Congratulations. Thank you. I love your show so far. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Megan could probably figure out my question. Um, uh, I am, Megan and I have been friends for a while now, and I guess my question is this. It's not from the psychic realm, but it's more of I have been on my own in business for going on two years now and just can't seem to define what my purpose should be and what my client base should be, so therefore I don't have very many clients. And I, I'm just really, really stuck, and I'm, I, I physically feel a barrier, and I just can't figure out what that barrier is. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Karen and I, we've talked about this a little bit, um, but I'd love to hear Rachel's thoughts on this now that you've heard her voice. And Yeah. (laughs) All right. So thank you. That's an amazing question, Karen, and I think a lot of people can relate to that who are in business. You know, you open your doors, you're really good at what you do, you're excited, and then you know, not as many people come as you expect. And it happens to so many people, and there can be a lot of different reasons. So I'm going to give you kind of the inside way and the outside way of knowing who you can work with and who your ideal clients are. So the outside way is to just look around in your friend circle and in who talks to you. So there's always a pattern in who is in your life. Right? They may be all gardeners. They may be musicians. They may just love having families and are great moms. There, there's going to be a pattern of the people who are drawn to you. And oftentimes that is who we're really here to serve because vibrationally they're drawn to us. 
So there's no coincidence in who is in your life. Um, and a lot of times, again, that is your that is your ideal customer. That's who you're really here to provide service and uh, products for. So just look for those patterns. The inside way, though, is who do you love to work with? You know, who when you're having a conversation with someone and you are just in it, you are smiling, things are rolling off your tongue that you could not even have planned, it's just like genius, um, you're really feeling like you're in it, you know, you're providing the best service that you possibly can and people are really gelling with it. There's going to be, again, a pattern to when that happens. So think about who that happens with, what you're talking about. Maybe it's that you have to alter what you're doing. You know, people evolve really rapidly these days. And what you started out doing may not be what is in your best interest to do right now. So you want to find out where you're really lit up, where you're really excited, who you love talking to, what you love talking about, and then see if you can tailor your your business to fit that in there. Because when you're really excited and lit up, people are going to be drawn to you. It just happens. Everybody wants to know why that person over there is like smiling and and being so happy, you know, and whether you're a dry cleaner or a, a hairdresser, whatever it is that you happen to be doing, people don't care. They just want to be around you. So I hope that helps. I'm sure Megan can add to that too. Yeah. Um, I think um, there's so much out there now um, for information on how to start a business, how to run your business, how to market on social media, all these should, 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 should. And that's all great stuff, but just remember to filter it through Karen because you can't do everything. So what is it that you really truly love? Um, filter everything out, get rid of those shoulds, um, and and you'll be left with what really lights you up and um and just go with that and, and don't overthink it. Don't don't um don't expect yourself to be like somebody else who's maybe in a business similar to yours. You're just gonna be you and your yours is gonna be very unique and different. And that's why people are gonna love it. Yeah. That overthinking part is really big. A lot of people forget that their true genius is often really, really easy for them to do. And we always want to feel like we worked really hard to get to where we are and that you know, we have degrees and certifications. But often, our real talents and what we can really offer people is just us. It's just we were born with it. <laughs> it's part of our personality. It's something that we don't have to work on um, too much to really say that we can do it. Uh, and if you discount that, then you're often discounting your business and you're losing the magic. You're losing the part of you that does eliminate competition because there really is no competition, but if you choose to compete, then you can and you'll feel the effects of it. But if you just choose to really embrace who you are and what you have to offer, then you don't have to worry about competing because there is there is no competition for you because you are unique. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? Good. Good. Yeah, can you see a pattern and who I can't see a pattern, no, but I haven't really thought about it. Um I I, I think Megan hit it on the head the whole whole overthinking thing. I tend mm-hmm. to do that. And uh I, I compare myself which then leads to doubt. Right. So. There is no comparison. Right. You know? I like that. I like I like that thought. I like that thought. Yeah. I mean I think we're all all raised not all, but many are raised to to look outside and oh look what that person's doing or that looks awesome but it's when you just start to get truly honest with yourself and and you're like, Well that all looks great for somebody else but this is what makes me happy. And that's all that matters is what makes you happy. Right. Keeping up with the Joneses, whether business-wise or personal-wise, it doesn't work. 
Yeah. Very true. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck with the show, and guys, continue to, to to move on. All right. Thanks, Karen. I'll put you on mute now. So if you want to call in now, we can have time for a quick caller. The number is 347-308-8788. We do have five minutes left, so you can get on if you want to. Um, and we have those announcements. Yeah, we'll just give them a second. Yeah. So, Megan, do you have any feelings or words that you want to share at the end of our first show? Mm-hmm. Can you believe it went by so fast? Rachel promised me <laughs> that the hour would go by really fast, and I must admit, I can't believe it's almost over. So, yeah. And it was just really fun, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with, with what we're up to. I was really happy that we had a couple callers today, and they had awesome questions. I think we each brought a little something different to that. Mm-hmm. went really well. How are you feeling about it? Is it fun? I'm very excited. I love this. I love talking to you. I love hearing what's on your mind, and I love answering your questions. If you have more and you would rather write them in, you can send them to soulfulpreneur at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest, you can go to our website, soulfulpreneur.com, and go to the Be a Guest page and put your information in there. And don't forget that that is soulful with two L's. So I guess it's time to wrap it up, huh? Yeah, I think I think uh, I think we're good. And um, so we just wanted to remind people that uh, Soulfulpreneur Radio is part of the Enlightenment Evolution Network, which is a network for all things metaphysical. And we have shows almost every day of the week. Um, so just to remind you, what's coming up on tomorrow night, Wednesday at nine o'clock Eastern. We have Rob Gauthier, who's the creator of this network, and his show, um, he'll be channeling uh, Treb because it is the first Wednesday tomorrow. So um, Treb is really fun to listen to. That's, that's always enjoyable, and he takes questions, and the show usually goes an hour and a half, two hours. So it uh, starts at 9 o'clock Eastern. And Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern is Philip Mollica's Consciousness Evolution Hour, where he mainly focuses on metaphysical topics like fifth dimensional living, relationships, channelers, non-physical and off-world energies. And don't forget to check out his Facebook group, the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group, which is fantastic, and his YouTube page, um, Philip Malika. And Fridays, this will be starting in July. On July 11th, we have Kalina Angel. And she will be hosting her own show called The Earth Experience. And she will be exploring our soul's expansion through our human experiences on Earth. And her first topic will explore what we can do when the shift hits the fan. I love Uh, that. Yeah, I love that too. For me, it was seeking out Rachel. (laughs) The fan really got crazy. Um, And uh, she'll offer help navigating and expanding through the exciting confusions that we are manifesting as new 5D beings. Saturday, starting on the 24th of this month, is Odyssey of the Ascension with Roxanne Swainhurst, who you all got to hear earlier. Um, Her show is two hours of Knock Your Socks Off Ascension downloads, so be open, be ready, and just be with her while she answers your questions about ascension, extraterrestrials, soul purpose, energy activations, and all things ascension. And finally, we have uh, Heart to Heart Talk Radio with Daniel Scranton. This is a fabulous show. I listen to it. It's Monday night. It's now changed to 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Join Daniel and his featured guests as they discuss such topics as the shift, ETs, global events, channeling, energy work, toning, and all things metaphysical. He'll open the phone lines to callers. There'll be high-frequency discussions on anything and everything related to living on Earth and beyond. Daniel is a channel and Reiki master and sound healer from Ojai, California. He channels Ophelia, the fairy, a group of beings called the creators, and also the Hathors. 
Rachel, I think that's it. I want to say goodbye. I know. Too soon. I know. I can't believe we have to wait another week. A whole week. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for coming to our first show. Thank you to the network for making this possible. And we will see you next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, everybody. Have a great afternoon.